Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Golder, and today Masechus Babakama Daf Tezvav. The first parak Arba Avos. The first parak is sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Moshe and Devorah Smith, and is dedicated to our courageous soldiers of Saul, the remarkable citizens of Israel, and to all incredible Jewish people. May Kadosh Baruch Hu watch over all of us and grant Israel a complete victory over Hamas and the return of all the hostages safely. So the three types are going to focus on. Number one, the Mishnah Daf Yid Dalit Amabes taught that women are included in the laws of damages. The Gemara asked for the source. Rav, as well as Rabbi Yishmael's academy, quoted a Pasuk discussing swearing falsely about stealing. A man or a woman who shall commit any of the sins of the people. The Pasuk thereby equated a woman to a man regarding all punishments of the Torah. Now, if they're subject to the punishments of Malchus for violations, they must be bound by the commandments themselves. Regarding monetary laws, the Pasuk says, that you shall place before them, teaching the Torah equate a woman to men. The Pasuk thereby equated a woman to a man for all monetary laws. Finally, the Pasuk says regarding an animal who kills a person, and it shall kill a man or a woman, teaching that the Torah equates them for all killings in the Torah, meaning regarding liability for their murder. The Gemara explains the need for these three drushes. Point number two, the Gemara presents a machlokas about palganizka, the half-damages payment for when a tum animal damages. Rav Papa says, mamona, it's a monetary payment of liability. And Rav Huna Yeshua says, knasit, it's a penalty. Enough kamina is where one admits that his animal damaged with Karen because one does not pay knasit based on his admission. Rav Papa holds, stam shvarim lab shimur kaiman. Ordinary oxen are not presumed guarded with respect to Karen, meaning it's relatively common for them to gore, and by rights he should pay in full. But Akush Baruch took pity on him because his ox did not yet become a muad and reduced the payment by half. Rav Huna of Yeshua holds that ordinary oxen are presumed guarded, and by rights the owner should pay nothing because the damage was unexpected. But Hashem penalized him to pay half the damage so that he should guard his oxen even from this unexpected damage. The Gemara will conclude that the halakha is a chatzinezek as a kanas. And point number three, the Gemara says that since the halakha is a chatzinezek as a kanas, if a dog killed and ate a sheep, or a cat killed and ate large chickens, it's an unusual damage, and we do not collect it in bavo. Collection of any kanas requires judges with smicha, which is only given in Eretz Yisrael. Still, if the victim sees property of the damaging party, we do not take it away from him. Also, if the victim requested a court date in Eretz Yisrael to make his claim before judges with smicha, we set a date for him, and if the damaging party does not go, we place a ban upon him, forbidding people from going within four amas of him or eating and drinking with him. Regardless of whether the victim requests a court date in Eretz Yisrael or not, we place a ban upon the damaging party until he destroys the damaging animal. Because Rabbi Nassim Darshan Pasik to teach, that a person may not raise a vicious dog in his house. So once again, the three points are number one, the mission on Daf Yid Dalit Amabase taught that women are included in the laws of damages, and the Gemara asked for the source. Rav, as well as Rabbi Yishmael's academy, quoted a Pasik discussing swearing falsely about stealing. A man or a woman who shall commit any of the sins of the people. The Pasuk thereby equated a woman to a man regarding all punishments of the Torah. Now, if they're subject to the punishments of Malchus for violations, they must be bound by the commandments themselves. Regarding monetary laws, the Pasuk says, That you shall place before them, teaching the Torah equate a woman to men. The Pasuk thereby equated a woman to a man for all monetary laws. Finally, the Pasuk says regarding an animal who kills a person, and it shall kill a man or a woman, teaching that the Torah equates them for all killings in the Torah, meaning regarding liability for their murder. 
The Gemara explains the need for these three drushes. Point number two, the Gemara presents a machokas about palgan nizka, the half damages payment for when a tum animal damages. Rapapa says, mamona, it's a monetary payment of liability. And Rapuna Bredo Yeshua says, knasa, it's a penalty. Enough kamina is where one admits that his animal damaged with Karen because one does not pay knasa based on his admission. Rapapa holds, stam shvarim shimur kaiman. Ordinary oxen are not presumed guarded with respect to Karen, meaning it's relatively common for them to gore, and by rights he should pay in full. But Akush Baruch took pity on him because his ox did not yet become a muad and reduced the payment by half. Rahuna Brader of Yeshua holds that ordinary oxen are presumed guarded, and by rights the owner should pay nothing because the damage was unexpected. But Hashem penalized him to pay half the damage so that he should guard his oxen even from this unexpected damage. The Gemara will conclude that the halakha is a chetzinezek as a kanas. And point number three, the Gemara says that since the halakha is a chetzinezek as a kanas, if a dog killed and ate a sheep, or a cat killed and ate large chickens, it's an unusual damage, and we do not collect it in bavl. Collection of any kanas requires judges with smicha, which is only given in Eretz Yisrael. Still, if the victim sees property of the damaging party, we do not take it away from him. Also, if the victim requested a court date in Eretz Yisrael to make his claim before judges with smicha, we set a date for him, and if the damaging party does not go, we place a ban upon him, forbidding people from going within four amas of him or eating and drinking with him. Regardless of whether the victim requests a court date in Eretz Yisrael or not, we place a ban upon the damaging party until he destroys the damaging animal. Because Rabbi Nassim Darshan Pasik to teach, that a person may not raise a vicious dog in his house. All right, so now we go to Simradav Tezvav, and standard simon is a fruit bowl because tezvav relates to tubishvat fruit and we use a fruit bowl to make the simon more distinct so here goes the woman who discovered that woman are also chayv and damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl was informed that because chetzineza kanas a court date was set in eretz Yisrael because it seems her little cat was guilty of killing and eating someone's large chickens once again slow motion the woman who discovered that women are also chayv and damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be one duff tezvav, to bishvav, relates to fruit, fruit bowl. The woman who discovered that women are also chayv and damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl, which reminds us, the more brings sources, that women are also chayv and damages in monetary law as well in liability for their murder. So the woman who discovered that women are also chayv and damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl was informed that because of chetzineza kanas, which reminds us, the Gemara presents Malchokas about Palkaniska, the half damages payment for when a tum animal damages. Rav Papa says, Mamona, it's a monetary payment of liability. And Rav Huna Bered Rav Yeshua says, Kanasa, it's a penalty. A nafkamina is where one admits that his animal damaged with care because one does not pay a kanas based on his admission. The Gemara concludes that chetzineza is a kanas. So, the woman who discovered that women are also chayv and damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl was informed that because chetzineza kanas, a court date was set in Eretz Yisrael because it seems her little cat was guilty of killing and eating someone's large chickens. Which reminds us, the Gemara says that since the halacha is that chetzineza is a kanas, if a dog killed and ate a sheep or a cat killed and ate large chickens, it's an unusual damage and we do not collect in bavl. Collection of any kanas requires judges with smicha, which is only given in Eretz Yisrael. Still, if the victim sees property of the damaging party, we don't take it away from him. Also, if the victim requested a court date in Eretz Yisrael to make his claim before judges with smicha, we set a date for him. And if the damaging party does not go, we place a ban upon him. So once again, the woman who discovered that women are also chayven damages when she dropped and smashed her friend's fruit bowl was informed that because chetzinezek kanas, a court date was set in Eretz Yisrael because it seems her little cat was guilty of killing and eating someone's large chickens.
All right, so now it's time for four blabat chazara. Daf Yudav. So the Simon Daf Yudav is stars like the eleven stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. When the thief threw a blanket decorated in stars, stars, that must be on Daf Yudav. When the thief threw a blanket decorated in stars over the rotting carcass, he had to keep because Ain Shaming Loganab, which reminds us, Shmuel said Ain Shaming Loganab Logazan. We do not evaluate for a thief or robber the carcass of a stolen animal which died. Rather, they keep the carcass and pain full. Ellen and Zakim, we only evaluate a carcass for cases of damages. Tosus explains that although generally one can pay with anything of value, thieves cannot because the Torah requires them to fully replace the stolen item or its value in money. So, when the thief threw a blanket decorated in stars over the rotting carcass he had to keep because Ain Shaming Loganov, his wife, who just miscarried Ashilia over two days, demanded he get it out of the house. Which reminds the Gemara discusses how we count a woman's tumor if Ashilia, an amniotic sac, partially emerged during a miscarriage of one day and finished emerging the next day. So, when the thief threw a blanket decorated in stars over the rotting carcass he had to keep because Ain Shaming Loganov, his wife, who just miscarried Ashilia over two days, demanded he get it out of the house, while his shomer guarding his getaway car got another shomer to watch it because he couldn't take the smell. Which reminds the Gemara brings some alcohol because whether a shomer who transferred something he was washing to another shomer is exempt from damages to the item. Dafyud base. So the Zim Dafyud base is 12 brothers. So here goes. The boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers. Boy, 11 brothers? That must be on Dafyud base. 12 brothers. The boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers an Evid is like Karka in terms of acquiring metaltoline with a Kenyanaga, which reminds us the more discusses if Avadim are like Karka regarding acquiring metaltoline along with them. So the boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers an Evid is like Karka in terms of acquiring metaltoline with a Kenyanaga accidentally dropped him on a lie before, making him chayv to pay damages, which reminds us the Mishan Duff Tesama based taught that one is only chayv for damages to properties which are not subject to Me'ila. Now this implies that even if they're hectish, one would be high for damaging them, provided they're not subject to Me'ila. Rabbi Yochan explains that the mission refers to Kachim Kalim, Karbanas of lesser Kedusha, such as Shamim or Bechor, and follows the opinion of Yossi Agli, who holds that Kachim Kalim Mamun Balimhu, it's the personal property of the owner. So the boy who picked up an Evid holding a microwave oven to show his 11 brothers, an Evid is like Karka in terms of acquiring metaltoline, with the Kenyan Agav, accidentally dropped him on a lie before, making him chayev to pay damages to the cone who's trying to sell it since nowadays it belongs to him, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches that an unblemished Bechor may be sold by a cone while it's alive, and a blemished one may be sold even after Shechita. Rav Nachman explained this refers to a Bechor nowadays, which cannot be sacrificed and so belongs to a cone. Still, if it was shechted without a blemish, it's prohibited in benefit as a carbon shechted outside the Mikdash. While the Beits of Mikdash are standing, a live unblemished Bechor does not belong personally to the cone. Rav Nachman was challenged from Rav Yossi who considers Kachim Kalim to be personal property, even when the Beits of Mikdash are standing. Rav answers Rav Yossi discussed is a Bechor outside Eretz Yisrael, which Rabbi Shimon holds should not be brought to Eretz Yisrael to be sacrificed, and is therefore the Kohen's property. Daf Yud Gimel, so the Simon Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be on Daf Yud Gimel. The Bar Mitzvah boy, whose first ever Shlami, which was a Tom Gord, making Mechayev to pay half damages from the meat, but not from the Amorim, which reminds us, Rabbi Abba said, Shlami Sheheziku, of a Shlami animal, which is a Tom damages, Govim Masarin, he may collect half damages from its meat, which the owner normally eats, Vena Govim Eimorin, but cannot collect from its Eimorim the part sacrificed on the Mizbeach. Although this seems obvious since Eimorim are brought on the Mizbeach, Rabbi Abba meant he cannot even collect from the meat corresponding to the value of the Eimorim, which cannot be collected, and only collects half of the meat. So the Bar Mitzvah boy, whose first ever Shlamim, which was a Tam Gord, making him a to pay half damages from the meat, 
but not from the Emorim, was in the midst of admitting to a rabbi it was Nechasim Yuchadim and not Hefker, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Tazama based taught the damage payments only applied to Nechasim Yuchadim, privately owned properties, and three interpretations were given. The second one being Pratla Nichse Hefker. The Mishnah is excluding ownerless properties. The more explains the cases where an ownerless animal damaged an owned one and someone else acquired it. The damaged party has no claim to the animal, which was unowned at the time of the damage. So the Bar Mitzvah boy, whose first ever Shlomim, which was a Tom Gord, making Machayev to pay half damages on the meat, but not the Emorim, was in the midst of admitting to a rabbi it was Nachasim Yuchadim and not Hefker. When all of a sudden he noticed the pet goat was eating the Nizak's produce in the Chatzar his family jointly owned with the Nizak, which reminds us that Gamor brings the Machokas of a jointly owned Chatzar is exempt from Shane and Regal. Daf Yadal, so the similar Daf Yadal is a yada hand, and we often use a juggler. So here goes. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, juggler, that must be Daf Yadal, yad, hand. When a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled, that was kept in a jointly owned chutzr designated for fruit, but not oxen, which reminds us, more discusses the case of a chutzr, which is miyucheretso peres venu miyucheretso shvarim, designated for produce, but not for oxen. Since the oxen are not permitted to be rotten by the partners of this chutzr, the damage is considered to take place in another's field, and one is liable for shame and regal. So when a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled, that was kept in a jointly owned chutzr, designated for fruit, but not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage minus the value of the muzik's window he broke while performing his juggling act, which reminds us. The next mission lists several rules about payments of damages. The more explains each one. The first is Shum Kesev. Payment is based on monetary assessment. Rebut explains Shum Zet Loyel Bekesev. Their assessment of damages should only be based on the amount of money lost. So when a cow ate the juggler's fruit, he juggled that was kept in a jointly owned chutzer, designated for fruit. But not oxen. The juggler realized he would get paid for the damage minus the value of the muzik's window he broke while performing his juggling act. For the Yasomi who only pay their father's obligations from land they inherited, not metaltly. Which reminds us, the next phrase in the Mishnah is Shavakesim. Payment is made with something worth money. Abrais explains it means that payment is only from Nechasim, Sheishem Achrayis, meaning land. Still, if the damaged party went first and seized metaltly movable items, Basin Govinulamahan, Basin collects for him from them. In a Bryce we learned regarding orphans of the responsible party, they only pay the father's obligations from land they inherited and not metaltly. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which duff do we mochokas if Kassinesik is Mamun or Kanas? That's on duff. Tezvav. Good number 2. Which duff do we about Shum Kesif that damages are assessed on a monetary basis? That's on duff. Yadad. Good number three. Which stuff do we discuss if slaves are like Kark regarding acquiring metaltoline along with them? That's on Duff. Yadbase. Good number four. Which stuff do we discuss whether one is high for damages of Shane and Regal in Rashusa Nizak Vahamazik? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number five. Which stuff do we discuss the source that women are also high for damages? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good number six. Which stuff do you that Yosomim only pay for their father's obligations from Karka, not Matalin? That's on Duff. Yadal. Good number seven. Which stuff do you discuss how we count days of Tuma when a woman miscarries a Shulia over two days? That's on Duff. Yadal. Good number eight. Which stuff do you a Shlamin Tam that damages we collect from its meat but not from its Amorim? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number nine. Which stuff do you learn that with unusual cases in Babel, such as a cat eating large chickens, the case can be tried in Eretz Yisrael where the Dayanim have smicha? That's on Duff. 
Tezvav. Good. Number 10. Wish something that won't be high for damages to a live Kachim calling, such as Bechor or Shlami. That's on Duff. Yud Beis. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody from Gwotho from Zichru. Wishing you a great day and great learning.